pass to Howell. Right circle, loading up, waiting. Centers it in front, loose puck, and a shot scores! Ty Spencer! Here's Shantz, floats it forward. Howell over the Spokane line at the left side, drives it into the corner. Shrugs off the check behind the net, up top. Shot Shantz, deflected right, rebound scores! Braxton Whitehead! Now a loose puck comes into the slot, Lorette down low, streak and foot shoots, what a save by Huey! With the right pad, he was down and out, and he walked on a streak! Marvin Vaughn in center, and over the attacking line for the pass, back into the cross for the slot area, Bouchemansky, back here in her front, centers it across, they score! Braden Barnett in his 100th career game in the Western Hockey League. Laney over the blue line, in front for Wilson, loads to Aremba, he shoots, he scores! Sam Aremba gets the milestone with his 20th of the season. Welcome to Pat's Cast, the unofficial Regina Pat's podcast. It's February 24th, it's episode 166. It's Chris here, Kevin there. How we doing tonight, Kev? Um, it would have been nice if the Pats could have picked up at least a point or two in these first two games in the States, but um, yeah, it hasn't looked great. It hasn't looked bad, but it hasn't looked great. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not, not a good way to start a six-game U.S. trip, especially when two of the, the two of the bigger games are at the end. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Like we said last week, it was... Uh, it's gonna be tough to pick up points at the back end. You have you have to jump on these games at the at the front end and uh, come up short both nights here. So yeah, it was it was kind of tough, but I guess uh, no beating around the bush. We'll just get right into it. Um, Spokane, like you jump out to two nothing lead, and then it just kind of <laughs> went downhill from there. I think I think that second goal, the tying goal, kind of started the it uh, kind kind of sorta kind of yeah. sorta, and then but the third, the third just because the second period the shots were even. They go, oh, the Pats actually shot them seven six, but then sixteen seconds to the third, yeah, the major. <laughs> it's unfortunate. It was there, I guess. Like I, 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 yeah, it was there, but it was it was a penalty for sure. It was a penalty, and I then want... it just kind of the wheels literally fell off after that. Yeah, you, you get lucky. They pick up a two-minute minor for. I mean, it should have been instigating. Should have been two and ten, but for just, sure. <laughs> but it was just unsportsmanlike conduct. So I don't know why that was the call. But uh, so that, that kills two of your five minutes on the on the PK. But and you only give up one on the PK. I mean, that's not. But still, like you, you got to kill that penalty with those. With the yeah, you just just takes yeah. any kind of potential momentum away and. They couldn't. They couldn't get back. They couldn't get back into the game. Really. Yeah, I know. Like you, you have four shots that whole period in the third period. Like <laughs> it's, that's not, not how, how you win a game, right? You're only. Yeah. You give up that goal. You're only down. It's only three two. You're only down one. Yeah. But it just, it just seemed like there was nothing. Yeah, they lost. They lost the mojo. They lost the momentum. The momentum. Well, yeah. Vaughn is a top six forward. He's he's one of the he's one of the more key guys, and losing him. It, it it hurt. Like yeah. I, I know Brad shortens the bench quite often, and like you don't see a lot of the younger guys in pivotal parts of the games at times. But losing him, that really that really 
changed everything. They changed the whole complexion of the the top the top nine for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. He he's got all he brings that energy, right? Like he is on that on that edge on that line, but unfortunately, he on that over. he's 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 he crosses. Yeah, unfortunately, he does cross over a little too often. Both of them are a little bit too aggressive sometimes, but yeah. It, it is what it is. You can't really, yeah. You can't really tell them not to do it because if they don't, if they don't do it, then what good That's are not their game? The guys right. that are the, the the hitter type guys, like the Vaughns and like Wilson and Peskin and those guys, if they don't hit, like they need yeah. to bring that to the game. Definitely for sure, and unfortunately, it's probably going to be a, a lengthy suspension. Um, his last suspension was. Um, well, only two games, but that was just for the game misconduct. Um, but going back to last year, his last suspension was five games on a on a. So he's shot. a repeat, repeat, a repeat, yeah, repeat yeah. offender. So yeah, I, it'll be I a few. It's not going to be less than five, I wouldn't think. Probably it'll be five or more. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. that's just yeah, just for sure. So and the the guy looked like he didn't come back the rest of the game. So okay, yeah, I'd, I didn't notice either way there. So. Well, no. you can't really tell from the, the the streams, but Dante never mentioned his name again. Yeah. After that, so. I mean, you can just go to see if he played tonight. Um, but yeah, and then it just it was just unfortunate that uh, you just had nothing at the at the end of the game there, right? So. Yeah, just ran out ran out of steam. Yeah, what was his name? Do you recall it? Erasmus Ekstrom, he didn't play tonight. Yeah, no, not on the sheet tonight, so. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know. You know what? One thing from the game, man, there was energy in that building. There's over 10,000 people at that game. Like, uh, not not bad for eighth place team. Like, I, that's that's wild. Yes, and it was very loud. And the the audio feed on WHL Live was not great. It was, it was kind terrible. of terrible. It was it was actually really bad. <laughs> for, the home for time, front, even the home side wasn't good. Yeah, I I flipped it over for a couple minutes or whatever, and yeah, it was not good. Just the audio quality was just all over the place. I don't know if they're, I don't know what <laughs> what the problem was, but man, it was it was crackling and. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was fine tonight. So, it was really good tonight. Yeah. Um, actually, one key thing: the Pats had a five-on-three full two minutes, and we kind of talked about that. You know, there was there's a delayed penalty, and the Pats were cycling around, and and I don't know who was in front, but they took a pretty nasty cross check, and a lot most of the time, you don't see that that called to give a team, you know, the five-on-three a, a full five-on-three. Yeah, yeah, you don't see that often at all and it was just kind of like oh it's kind of refreshing because guys seem to take liberties you know sometimes um on a delayed penalty they, they think they can get away with whatever because all oh, the ref's not going to call a second penalty here right like, yeah so that's kind of a little refreshing i mean sometimes it's not a penalty guys just get pushed down but you know lots of times there's some some pretty good cross checks in front of the net and it was interesting but yeah the pets couldn't uh, capitalize on that key situation there right yeah so as hot as the power play has been lately it just couldn't get one there 
Yeah, 33, 33% over the last eight games was pretty good. Yeah, they've got one every game, I think, five or six now in a row. Yeah, eight games in a row. Eight, there you go. Yeah, it's for a power play going eight games Eight, now. okay. Yeah, another one tonight as well. Yeah, so that's, that's the eight games. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, because this is one of the games you had to have on this road trip. But, yeah, I guess going into tonight's game, going into Kennewick, um, the audio was good, but the, the visual wasn't quite as good. Um, no. The camera was a little further away. The ice was pink. Uh, Tri-Cities jerseys were pink with white L- numbers. Light, light or psychedelic light pink with white numbers and the Pats blue jerseys with dark red numbers are hard to tell who's who from the cameras. Yeah, so it was kind of it was kind of a tough watch, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, you can see the play, you can see the players yeah. perfectly fine, but half the time you couldn't tell who's who. Yeah, the details. Yep, the details was, were really bad. It was <laughs> a little a little tough, but uh, I mean, it wasn't a bad game. Like no, it was it was decent. You, 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 the opposite of. Of Friday night, right? You, you get the two goals. Here, you you give up the two goals. Um, but Ty Spencer, like he's still hot. He gets yep. one late. That's huge. You know, get one in the final minute on the power play. Again, there was that one was kind of an interesting situation. I had no idea why it was a four minute power play. And then on the on the score sheet here, they had a hooking and a yeah. board. I think I don't know which one happened first. I think maybe the boarding. And then maybe the hooking after. So, but the same guy got two penalties. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah, <laughs> like I see the they hit. Put the, they might have put them in wrong too. In the, the, the yeah, who knows? But you know, there was there was a hit there. Somebody hit somebody. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there was a hooking. One of their guys hit one of our guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, you get that one right at the end of the period, and then you get the. That was a minute plus to start the second period but there wasn't anything happening on that one no but uh, uh you know this game they they you know lineup changed up obviously a couple guys out a couple guys in pine in he hasn't played a ton lately and you know he didn't play bad at all um you know he, he held them in there um but i think this is more of a game of what the pats couldn't do they just couldn't score like yeah yeah sure they, they scored three goals tonight but they had lots of opportunities like that third period there was plenty um a remba fanned on a wide open net and then they come back and fan scores yeah <laughs> to make that that was kind of the backbreaker there for two oh, with oh yeah oh. like five minutes to go pine makes like, a pine makes a huge glove save puck pops up to no man's land and it ends up a fan stick and he scores it's yeah, like, it was, oh. yeah. Somebody swatted it, kind of tried to get it out, but it, he just shot it from. He he knocks it down from the point, and he just shoots it. And and Pine was. It seemed like he was kind of ready for it, but it just. I think there was just a bunch of traffic in front, and it just. Yeah, traffic. I don't know if he was one hundred percent set or what. Yeah, it was just. It was. Weird. Yeah, no, it was unfortunate, right? Because you go from scoring a goal to not scoring to giving up one. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I think that's the that's the tying goal right there that was on his stick, or possibly on his stick and and wasn't. I mean, Slaney got robbed earlier. 
Um, I think that was on the delayed power play. I think they had. And yes, it was. For some reason, these American teams don't like to show replays much at all. Not really, no. It's unfortunate. <laughs> or, like, or parts parts of replays. We want to see the whole replay, but they won't show the whole replay. Yeah, like on that play, they showed the replay of Gibson trying to keep it in at the point, and it gets deflected up over the glass, and the guys run yeah. into each other. Yeah. No, I want to see the save that your goalie just made that was quite possibly a great save, right? Yes, exactly. Or showing the replay of a post or the puck hitting the crossbar three times, nothing else. <laughs> yeah, you know, you go to that one. Uh, Whitehead just rings it right off the crossbar. Dante is like, it was in. I'm, I'm sure it was in. Yeah. <laughs> but it clearly wasn't. And then the rebound was right there. And I don't know who was on the doorstep. And they just couldn't get their stick on it to jam it home. I mean, well, on that shot, there was a broken stick blade, it looked like, that it went into the net. So maybe that. Is what oh, threw Dante off. I didn't even off. notice that. Okay. Yeah, it looked like there was like like a piece of white. Like I, I think it was a stick plate. It went in. Oh. Okay. It went along the long. I don't know if it was along the bottom of the ice, or the, the ice or whatever, but it looked like it went in, and you could see something a rip, ripple of the net, but oh, definitely okay. wasn't the puck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh well, yeah. Dante said he could see the net. He thought he seen the mesh ripple, and so I didn't see that. So uh, okay, that's that's fair, but. Yeah, I know that would have that would have tied it up. Um, but yeah, Aremba gets a little little redemption. He does score a goal after having that great opportunity to to give them that chance for Whitehead to to tie up the game. And but it yeah. wasn't to be tonight, unfortunately. And then Tri City scores an empty netter to steal the deal. The Pats they were they were doing really good in the faceoffs, and then they just lost the faceoff in the third period. They went down and scored. Yeah, I mean they had lots of chances with the with Pine on the bench. Like there was, yeah. you know, it was there. It was there. Can't, it's, can't take anything away from Mateka. He played really well. He made some really yeah. good saves. Definitely, and you, know, you can't say much. All the Pats didn't do this or didn't do that. They 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 had the opportunities. They just couldn't just put it in. Right? Like it's not like there was no. I don't want to say there was no effort on Friday, but like there was desperation in their game tonight. It was. And, a, it was a different different play. You could tell it was totally different the way yeah, yeah, yeah. the way Fridays ended compared to tonight. Yeah, it was totally sure. different. Definitely. Um, if they would have played like they did tonight on Friday, the whole game, who knows? It might yeah. have been a different story. Yeah, it's tough to say. But I mean, if they would have played like they did against Calgary. They would have won both these games, right? <laughs> exactly. But yep. they just can't find that kind of consistency. Yeah. But I the, mean, that, the Jack, the Jekyll and Hyde Pats. I mean, that is what happens when you are, a, you know, a team further down the standings. You don't have that consistency. That's why you're down at the bottom, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just it's just too bad to see because we see that great game they had against Calgary, and then, you know, a not so great first game and then an, a decent second game but you know you gotta have good games to beat these teams it's only gonna get tougher yeah exactly right so anything else for those games uh congratulations to Braden Barnett on reaching 100 games scoring scoring the patch second goal tonight he's got 100 his 100th game congratulations yeah Spencer congratulations to Sam Aremba Hitting, hitting his 20th goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, for sure. That's. It sounds like 
Barnett was pretty pumped about scoring or uh, getting to his hundredth game, and then he scores in it too. So, yep, that was uh, that was nice to see. Um, yeah, uh, one one player I do want to point out tonight was Allman. I mean, you couldn't see a lot who was who, but he he had two really good opportunities. He had a nice setup as well. Um, you know, it was basically just listening to the game kind of <laughs> kind of thing, but. Um, Watching, listening for names, trying to yeah, yeah. trying to hear Dante call the names. Okay, that's Allman. Okay, that's okay. Mushmansky. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He had a nice assist, Mushmansky, right? Yeah. And Allman, yeah. I thought had a good game. Um, From what we could tell, yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He had two really good opportunities, um, stuff like that. So, yeah, I think these young guys got to play. You know, you, you know his Temple out there. You know, he heard his name quite a bit. So, um. But yeah, no, uh, it's 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 tough. Just yeah, just to lose this one, especially this one. Yep, it was tough. But time is yeah. running out. Yeah, it's getting it's getting tough. Um, I don't know what else happened tonight. Like uh, PA one, PA one. Yeah, okay, they're really moving up. Um, so yeah, the Pats are. That's the only game that really matter to the Pats. Yeah, so they're seven behind Lethbridge, eight behind PA, and of course they're still six behind Calgary. But they got to jump Calgary, catch one of those other two. Yep. So it's getting slim. I mean, you, you look at the the schedule ahead, and you you get Seattle like this. Like, if you don't win in Seattle, you might not win on this road trip. Um, this, this team has won five road games all year, so. Yeah. I mean, would it be a surprise if they go winless? Uh, a little I, bit. I hope not. No, I, I, it, I don't want to see that, but I mean. But after losing the first two and losing Vaughn, and Barsic is sick now, I guess. Yeah. He's, he was yes, out with illness. illness. Yeah. Like, there's just they're starting to get down to numbers they have so many guys that could be back and that aren't quite back like butchkowski could be back soon maybe um they say moore's day-to-day so who knows what's what his status is they could use they could have used him in the lineup tonight yeah definitely um i mean it but it is what it is like you just got to run with Run through you got. I know they brought Kuzma along. I don't know. Does he get some action here? See what happens. But I mean, the young guys, you know, by all accounts, look good tonight, you know, ish. So I don't know if he draws in at, at some point. But I mean, barring another injury or, or such. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I said, you got Seattle on Tuesday. Like, if, if you don't get this game, I mean, Seattle's at the basically at the bottom. Um, because then you roll into Wenatchee the next night. And, yeah, they've been down lately, but they kind of ran through the Alberta here. Um, maybe they're a little tired. You can catch them, um, uh, you know, catch them a bit here. Uh, I think they beat Red Deer tonight. Yeah, they beat Red Deer. So, you know, that's... that's they're they're up and down. They're, yeah. They're, they're a question mark. They like, do I mean, score some goals. They allow some goals. They've won some games with all their key guys so yeah i mean going into red deer isn't uh isn't an easy feat especially when if your team's up and down i guess they didn't run through alberta they only did two games they just did red deer and calgary so oh they're doing edmonton sorry on sunday they're doing a 
at three and three, and then they're back home for Regina and Moose Jaw to come in. Um, but yeah, I mean, so they're up and down. So I mean, you got to get Seattle. You got to get Seattle. Uh, you can maybe you can get something off Wenatchee because then you roll into Portland and Everton there. Those two teams are really rolling right now. Yep. Um, they're the two kind of heavy hitters with Prince George in the West. Um, Portland seven and three in the last ten. Everett six three and one. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be a tall ask to get. Especially anything. especially playing four games in five nights. Yeah, those last two are going to be tough. No That'll matter be who rough. you're playing. That is going to be rough. Yeah, like it's it's, it's going to be rough no matter who you're playing, and then you're playing two of the top three teams in the West <laughs> on back to back. And if they leave it all, if they leave it all out on the table against Seattle and Wenatchee. What do they have left for Portland Everett? So yeah, like, after one day off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna. It's definitely not gonna get any easier. No. You can't take you can't st- take Seattle for granted either. They no. they just lost to Everett three one tonight. Yeah, that's not so a bad game. You yeah. you can't take anything for granted. Yeah, Kamloops has been on a little bit of a hot streak lately. They're six and four in their past ten, so they've jumped Seattle. So Seattle is the bottom team, but I mean. The Pats struggle with bottom teams, aka Edmonton. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, see what happens, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so I guess for those games, Wednesday and or no, sorry, yeah, Wednesdays and Fridays games, Access is doing the game, so we'll be on. We'll be doing the panel again. Yay! Like we, like we did earlier in the season. So I think we got ballsy and you. You did. You did earlier. Right. You did yeah, you weren't season. there that one. So I think we've got Ballsy and Drew Posty jumping on with us this time. That's so. what it sounds like, yep. So it should be a fun time anyways. Yeah. Hopefully the games are decent. Um so <laughs> yeah, if if you Hopefully. were if you were kind of taken aback by the the Spokane camera angle and if you haven't watched a game in Wenatchee, well, yeah, you you Spokane's good compared to Wenatchee, so yeah, it's gonna be an interesting watch. Um it's basically in the rafters, overhead view almost, and you you can't read any name or number. It's, and it's, it's small, it's, it's, and it's pretty dark too. Like the the rink is fairly dark too, so yeah, it so doesn't help. It's gonna be interesting to watch, but uh, it is what it is. Um, yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else you got? Uh, that's pretty much it, I think. There's it's only those two games. I know, right? You got any players to highlight? from this these two games um i'm gonna say ty spencer scoring goals yeah nice. it's, it's like like you said it's, it's hard to really watch like like this last yeah. one it was hard to really tell who was who like it was, it was yeah yeah no for sure and like I said, I think Elman had a good game because I meant, you know, he had two clear, really good scoring chances. And it's like, okay, what else did he do out there? I don't know because I couldn't tell, right? So, yeah. But uh, you know, I heard Temple's name a few cha- few times out there. He was, it was interesting. They had him lining up at center with Rowan out there, and Rowan's, you know, a really good faceoff guy. So it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah. You know, you kind of think you'd have the the older guy play center be the more defensive responsibility kind of situation but not that i'm not saying that temple can't play that but you know 
free him up, put him on the wing, kind of free him up and let him, you know, try to create some offensive opportunities right? rather than trying to focus on the defensive game. I don't know. That's I'm no coach, but... How about let him play? <laughs> yeah, right. Does it matter what position? Just let him play. Just yeah. If he makes mistakes, let him yeah. play. Just no, for keep sure. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. So. But, yeah, I don't know. This will be a quicker show. I'm not going to bore you with an hour worth of stuff, but we do have another great interview. Zane Rowan here. Um, kind of just the way it's worked. You know, we've talked to the older guys, all three alternate captains. Um, but, you know, obviously the, the older guys are, are the ones that, you know, have a little more story to tell, a little better storytellers. Um, but another another interview that went real well, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. It was nice talking. Nice sitting down talking to him. Yeah, get to get to know him a little more. So yeah, so uh, yeah, we got a little fifteen minute interview with him that we'll we'll put in here, and uh, you can listen to that. All right, we're pleased to welcome on uh, number twenty five from Regina Pats, Zane Rowan. Welcome, Zane. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, just a little little sit down here. We've been kind of getting on a few for you guys, and uh, just kind of start off with. You, you're born in, it says you're born in Torrance? Or yeah, I was born in Santa Monica originally, so moved to Torrance when I was probably three or four, so that's where I, I mainstay, but um, yeah, I was born in Santa Monica, so. Cool, that's where you grew up in Torrance? Yeah, Torrance, yeah, so I moved away from home at, at 15 to go play at Delta in Vancouver, but had been there the, the entire time before that, so. Cool. What was hockey like growing up in California? Uh, it was good. Um, they, you know, the Kings were starting to win their cups and everything, so it was really starting to boom. Um, you know, youth hockey and everything. And um, after Gretzky being there and and everything too, um, there was a lot, a lot of opportunity for hockey players and stuff down there. And um, you know, it's a really nice spot, and a lot of a lot of Kings players kind of stick around there and kind of help out the the youth hockey movement down there. So um, yeah, it was really it was really a great experience. I was there, and I was in Bay Harbor, the Red Wings. That was my first kind of Adam squirt team, whatever you would call it. Um, and then uh, I moved my way to the Junior Ducks and then the Junior Kings and then was there until I, I moved up here. So so was hockey your first sport? Did you play anything else besides uh, hockey? Yeah, I, I played hockey. That was the only sport I really, like, um, played, played. Um, I liked going to baseball games and stuff with my dad and um, play a lot of basketball in, in school and stuff. But nice. hockey was the only, like, organized sport that I played. So. Uh, family, you have any other siblings? Yeah, I have two sisters and a brother. Um, the end of sports? Uh, my sister was a track star in high school, but uh, she got hurt and kind of didn't really go that route. But, um, yeah, she played track. And then my uh, my brother, he was a football player in Pennsylvania, and he played uh, Division III. So, um, but I'm the first hockey player in the family. So, um, yeah. And then Gigi didn't really play anything else. That was my other sister. So, yeah. Yeah. What does what does your extended family think of you playing hockey, coming up to Canada playing hockey, especially in Canada? Yeah, uh, no, they're they're cool about it. Uh, they actually got to come up this past weekend uh, or a couple weekends ago for uh, family weekend and stuff. And both my sisters and my niece and my mom were there, so it was pretty cool to have them and uh, have them up here and come and watch and stuff. But uh, yeah, it's kind of just been my thing ever since I was little. My dad was a huge Kings fan growing up, so he just kind of 
um, put me onto that. Um, he was a he was a rock band drummer back in the day, so he wasn't the the hockey guy, but he was a Kings fan. So um, I think they they got me a, a drum set and like a mini net and stick, and I only touched the stick and the mini net. So you know how it goes, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much how it went. So your dad was a Kings fan. Does that make you a Kings fan? Oh yeah, yeah, huge Kings fan. Still a Kings fan? Uh, yeah, right now, yeah. Um, I like to say I'm a little bit of Blackhawks fan. He'll watch watch a lot of Connors games and stuff. Still, so. but <laughs> of course, uh, right. yeah, growing up, that they were my uh, they were my team, and Kopitar was always my favorite player. So that was our next question. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Kopitar was always my guy. Um, yeah, I watched. I try and kind of emulate my game after him a little bit. So um, you know, two way forward, but. Uh, um, yeah, he was he was a it was a fun time to watch the Kings through that those cup runs and everything like that. So, Definitely. yeah. How much did you know about the CHL and WHL? Uh, I didn't know a whole lot. Um, they had a the Pats had a scout down in in California, and I made my first AAA team my second year Bantam. So I was kind of a late bloomer, I guess you would say. And then uh, um, he kind of you know told me about the league and how his experience was with Tommy Tartaglioni and um uh you know he I think he was a pretty popular player or goalie here at one point so him. yeah so uh yeah um but uh yeah he kind of you know talked to me we had a tournament up in Abbotsford my my second year Bantam and they kind of saw me and wanted uh, Tommy to reach out to me and stuff and uh, it kind of started from there so and then here we are now so it's pretty cool nice were there any other teams that kind of talked to you you don't need to name names. Yeah, I think there was a couple, yeah. Um, but usually with the U.S. teams, it wasn't – or U.S. guys, it wasn't a – you know, they're, they're thinking you're going college usually. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, the Pats were, you know, they told me how it was going to be, and I really liked uh, everyone here and the, the staff and everything, and I thought I could have a really good opportunity up here. So Speaking of college, did you ever think maybe that – was the way you're gonna go? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it was kind of fifty-fifty. Um, I don't, I don't. I was kind of leaning more towards up here because I wanted the pro, the pro aspect for sure. And um, yeah, I just uh, they kind of were the f- the Pats were the first team to kind of talk to me, and I kind of fell in love with the idea of flying here. So um, I got really lucky. Yeah. Um, have you always been a forward? Yeah, uh, I think I play defense for. Two weeks in Peewee and cried to my coach about how I wanted to play forward because I never wasn't scoring. strapped on the pads. Uh, no, I never did. No, yeah, that wasn't for me. So, um, yeah, I was. I played defense for two weeks and had a fit about it to my coach, and he moved me back to forward. <laughs> so, I guess it kind of worked out. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, always forward. So, what was the transition like to come to Canada from California, especially to Regina, where it's sometimes. It's minus two to minus forty in a day. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, it was a little different at first. I, uh, like I said, I went to Delta in Vancouver my f- first year midget. That's not like here, obviously, but got got a little bit of a taste of, you know, being away from home and um, the colder weather, I guess. And then uh, my sixteen year, I went to Sioux Falls, so I would say that's pretty close to here in terms of the weather and stuff. Not as not as windy and not as brisk, I would say, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say I'm pretty used to it now, um, but it's always nice to go home and go to the beach and stuff for sure. That Sioux Falls trip, that was because of COVID, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking about going back to Delta, and it was just kind of really hard being American and stuff, you know, with the visas and whatnot. And um, border. yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, I, luckily, 
you know, Sioux Falls kind of came in, in in the last minute, and um, Noelle Needham, she, she's a, an amazing person in my life, and um, she's an amazing person in hockey, one of the first uh, female scouts in the NHL, and she was the, the GM of the Steel at one point. Um, but, yeah, she's been amazing to me and really furthered my game, and um, it was a great decision to go there. So Yeah, and then you're always coming back to Regina after. Yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. Is there any particular reason for number 25, or is it just one of those? Uh, no, I got thrown that in camp, and it kind of was just, it was in my stall, and that's what it was, so, um, you know, but I learned to love it, uh, so, yeah, it was, it's pretty cool, yeah. Do you, do you prefer the traditional blue and white jerseys, or the alternate red and whites? Uh, I don't know, I kind of like the, the blues, yeah. Um, the reds are really nice, too, but I don't know, I like, the, the blues are sleek, I think, so. What are you guys' favorites, do you think? <laughs> I don't know, I, I, I'm I a traditionalist. Like, yeah, I like the, I like alternates. The yeah. So. You like the alternates? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other ones are fine. Yeah, well. yeah. How did it feel getting an A this year? Yeah, it was, a, it was an amazing honor. You know, I've been here for for three years, and um, you know, w grown as a person and as a player, and um, you know, to have that vote of confidence from the coaching staff and from everybody, it's uh, it, it meant the world to me. So um, you know. Um, yeah, it was, it was amazing, so. What's uh, your summer kind of off-ice hobby, hobbies? Um, I don't know. I'm usually going to the beach and kind of just hanging out with friends and stuff. Uh, you know, I'll go for runs and, and whatever. I'm not much of a golfer. Um, the guys will, will, <laughs> will tell you that for sure. I'm really bad at golfing, so. Um, yeah, they, they kind of get mad at me because they're like, you're, you're living in California and you don't golf. Like, what's up with that? But uh, I watch it occasionally, and um, I'll go with the guys if they go out. But, uh, yeah, I'm usually, at, you know, at the beach or working out or, you know, working too. So, yeah, not a whole lot of time. So I understand you spent most of uh, last summer in Canada. I did, yeah. Yeah, I was with uh, Parker Berg at his place for, I think, the entirety of August and then a little bit of July as well. So that was good. Their their family is amazing and um, they're they're super close to me and Very you know, nice. th they're amazing. So just decided to stick around here for a while. Uh yeah, I mean uh, I was in Edmonton. Oh, yeah. So um, but yeah, I mean I I've made so many friends up here and stuff and um, this league's so connected and and everything. So uh, yeah, I mean um, it was it was cool. I I got to meet a lot of new people and learn a lot new things about Canada and stuff in Edmonton and kind of spending, you know, time outside of the rink and in, in a in a place, I guess, because we don't get a whole lot to, to you know, kind of travel around here. So, Did you go anywhere cool? Um, not really. <laughs> we kind of just hung out in Edmonton, I guess. We, there is a, there's an overlook, I forget what it's called, but there's kind of an overlook on the whole river right there. And forget what it's called but uh yeah that was pretty cool Bergie took me there and um there's some cool restaurants and stuff that we went to but uh besides that not not a whole lot going on hit the mall obviously yeah the mall <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i guess that too yeah so do you have any pre-game superstitions uh i used to have a lot um not superstitions but kind of routines i guess and uh yeah i mean i still kind of do i do the same kind of thing every every time i wouldn't say they're superstitions because if it doesn't like, if I can't do it at the right time, I won't, like, have a fit about it or anything. But, uh, you know, me, me and Connor used to have a, a whole lot. Like, we'd kind of go through this this whole kind of dance routine sort of thing, I guess. Not not dance routine, but kind of, like, the same thing over and over and over. And it was at the same time. And, 
Um, I'd say he's a little more superstitious than I was. But, yeah, me and Barney have some, and me and Berg had some as well. So, yeah. What about intermission? Do anything special there? No, I just try to drink, a, like, a kind of a, a glass of water and try and rehydrate and settle down. Um, usually me and Vonner are talking about the, the period before and kind of running it down, but just normal things, I guess. Do you have a pregame go-to meal? Yeah, chicken and pasta. Chicken I'd pasta. say everyone is usually that, or chicken and rice, something like yeah. that. So um, can't really go wrong with that. How do you tape your stick? Heel to toe, toe to heel? Uh, it kind of depends. I'll usually go heel to toe now. Um, I just switched to black tape a couple games ago as well. So, um, But, uh, yeah, I, I think I went toe to heel for the start of the year, and I, didn't, I couldn't score for however many games, so I changed <laughs> it up, and I think I scored that night. So... Um, yeah, I think I've been going heel to since, but I don't really have a whole lot of a preference. Whatever works. Like yeah, exactly. What are you doing on the bus? What's your favorite kind of activity there? Uh, usually watch a movie with Barney. He's my seatmate, so uh, we'll we'll download some some movies on Netflix and kind of lay back and and relax. And then uh, usually we play a little bit of cards with the guys as well and kind of talk and. We have some fun on the bus, so, yeah. Chase the Aces, here's the hot thing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Chase the Aces is the thing. It gets, get, gets pretty rowdy on the bus for sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, all in all in good time, I guess. <laughs> it's better with more people, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a whole lot of fun. It gets pretty, pretty loud in the back of the bus for sure. Speaking of movies, what movies are your go-tos? Like, do you have a favorite movie or uh, a TV show that you watch all the time? Not really. I kind of try and... I don't really like watching the same stuff over and over. Like, I won't binge watch the same show twice, I don't think. But uh, right now I'm watching, like, House MD. I don't know if you guys have heard of that one. I, that's a pretty old one, I guess, or older. Not uh, not super old, but, um, yeah, I guess uh, that's my thing right now. But favorite movie? I don't know. I usually go for the, the comedies, you know, like Step Brother. That's a pretty common answer, I guess. It's a classic, though, or... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Me and, me and the Vaughn twins always pull out some, some quotes from comedy movies, for sure, and Barney as well, so. Yeah. Uh, music, what kind of music are you into? I'm into everything. Um, my dad, you know, he was, you know, drummer and stuff, so I get to grow up on the whole rock scene and all that type of stuff. Uh, but I, I like everything. I'll go rap. I'll, I started liking country because I'm up here now. I didn't really like country before, so kind of had to start to like it. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, rap country, rock, uh, EDM, that type of stuff. So, yeah, I'm all over the map. Who was picking the music before the game today? Because it was country for the first time in a long time. Uh, Hainsey, I think. He was on the outside one. So, yeah, Tabor, Alberta. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm usually the DJ most of the time in the room, but he'll grab the speaker outside while we're playing Super Bowl and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think Morsey was on it today. So kind of bounces around. There's not, a, there's not a designated person right now. Your first career goal, going back to that, yeah. how special was that for you? Yeah, it was super special, um, you know, playing against my, my best friend's old team and stuff that passed away and, um, you know, getting that one off the skate, I kind of looked up to him for that one and, um, you know, couldn't kind of uh, ask for a better story on that goal and, um, yeah, I was trying to pass it over to Valley if I remember correctly and it just went off the guy's skate, went over the guy's shoulder, so, um, yeah, that was that was amazing for sure. So once you're done hockey, whenever that is, yeah. How, what do you see yourself doing? Like what, what, like 
what kind of career do you see yourself after hockey? Once hockey's done, yeah. however far that goes. Yeah, um, I don't know right now. I'm kind of still trying to figure that out. You know, I guess everyone my age is still trying to kind of figure that out. But something, I don't know. I'm more of a physical person, I guess. So something physical, and um, you know, I'd like to stay in hockey as much as long as possible for sure. Totally so get that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks a lot yeah. for coming on. Thanks. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, yeah. guys. All right, yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, closing thoughts. You got anything else? Um, four games. Pretty much every game now is must win. I don't see them winning all four, but at least they gotta they gotta play hard. Maybe try to pull out a W in Seattle. Maybe get a W in Wenatchee, and then go from there. But time's running out. That's all I can say. It's unfortunate, but time is running out. It is what it is. We kind of expected it when they decided to go do what they're doing, like the rebuild. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, you trade away, you know, your best defenseman and a top three forward. Yeah. So, I mean, you can't expect the team to be as good as they were before when you you move those guys. But and even if they would have kept those guys, where would they be? Like. How much difference would it be? Like that's that's the whole thing. Like exactly right. You know, okay, you got Val still here. So is Spencer and Aremba getting a little less ice and them not scoring? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Everything. All is what. I don't. Wa- I don't want to say you're miss not missing Valis, but those guys have really stepped up. Like uh, Aremba's. What has he got? Twelve goals in the last like twenty five games. Like, Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he He's had come eight, on a lot lately. Yeah, he had eight in the first you know 30 games right so and spencer's really been hot obviously since kind of the christmas break and stuff so those guys have taken their step um yeah you're not getting as much offense from the back end with berg gone but i mean it is what it is you can't you can't i don't know just ride it out you 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 gotta you gotta make plans for the future right so exactly yeah so or else it's just the endless mediocrity right you don't want to see that you want to see you gotta you gotta take some pain for the gain in the future right so exactly it's it's, it's just unfortunate it's kind of just been middling for the last five years yep yep since the the memorial cup year it's just kind of exactly it's just been middling right they've been there that's it and I mean, I don't want to blame it on this, but I mean, it's kind of Bedard threw a wrench into that, right? Like the Bedard, the Bedard pain, but the Bedard fun. It was it was fun having him here, oh, but it was unreal. painful that they couldn't actually do a proper rebuild when they had the perfect chance. I'm not even talking about trading him or not. It's just yeah, yeah. It was just before him, right? It's like, just the, the, the timing down. of having the timing. Of, just sucked yeah it was nice having him here but the timing sucked yeah right because that's the point where you're gonna start to rebuild actual rebuild and then you just can't do that when he comes in it's like okay well we just gotta we just gotta do something to to be decent and then they did yeah and yeah so but yeah no i wouldn't have traded for anything no (laughs) anyways anyways we should get out of here um yeah, four games this week, so have less to talk about. Hopefully, some some good stuff. 
positives. We'll, we'll, yeah, look, yeah. we'll look for as many positives as, as possible. And we'll, if, if, if not, we'll still, we'll chat about uh, our access time. Yeah. And go from there. Yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, we'll get out of here and, uh, yeah, catch us on access. Uh, games will be on CHL live too. You've got your subscription and yeah, hopefully there's some good ones. So talk to you guys later. Have a good one.